The Stone and Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Good evening, folks, and welcome to another edition of the Stone and Tile Show. I am your host, Fred Houston. And tonight we have a real interesting topic, and we're going to be joined by a few people here in a few minutes. And they're, they're, they're actually holding, so guys, hold in there till, till I'm done here, ready. Um, anyway, I was surfing through you know, Facebook like I do every, every day, actually, and came across a comment that someone made about learning on YouTube videos, and it got me thinking. As a matter of fact, I've been thinking about this for over a week now, and you know, and is it appropriate to learn a trade, whether it's a stone and tile trade, whether you're a tile setter, a restoration contractor, a fabricator, or basically any trade whatsoever, is it appropriate to learn? And, and I definitely have my opinion, and I'm going to uh, discuss that a little bit later, but I want to get everybody else's opinion. So if you're listening live, the call-in number is 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. Let me get our first caller in here, which I think is is uh, Luke. Let me see. Uh, Luke, are you there? Hello, Fred. Can you hear me? I can hear you great, Luke. How are you tonight? Oh, good. Yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you. Good, good. Well, I'm, Thanks for having me I'm on. Interested. I'm interested to get your opinion because this is a subject I I know that came up on one of the one of the forums on Facebook the other day and it, you know it got me thinking uh, you know because you know quite honestly I, I've learned a lot of stuff on YouTube but there's some things you mm-hmm. can't learn on YouTube so you know mm-hmm. what's your what's your opinion there? Yeah, well, it's you wish it was an <laughs> an easy answer, right? It's not. Um, it's not. But, <laughs> It's not, it's not an easy answer, but at, at the end of the day, I, I think I, you know, I, I talked about it with my wife last night and, and like you, you know, I've seen it come up in the groups and, and on YouTube and I've even promoted um, to other tile contractors that, hey, you know, start a DIY channel on, on YouTube as a way to promote your business. And of course, I've gotten negative, some negative feedback on that. Um, well, we don't, you know, we don't necessarily want to be teaching others how to do our trade. It, it devalues the trade and this and that. And so to boil it all down, I'll, I'll just tell you my opinion um, really, really flat out. And then if you want to dig further, that's fine, Fred. Um, right. My opinion is yes, yes, you can learn just about anything on YouTube these days. And, right. and so, yes, it is possible. Well, you know, it, it's funny because, uh, 
uh, my wife is having a procedure done in a, in a couple of weeks here. We actually went on YouTube to look up to see how the procedure is done. And, you know, my, my first gut reaction was, well, you don't want to learn. You don't want to learn how to do brain surgery on YouTube. Doctors don't go there. Well, it's, it's just so mm-hmm. happens that I was talking to a doctor the other day and they do <laughs> go to YouTube. <laughs> To, to look at certain procedures. Now, I'm not suggesting everybody go out and, you know, learn brain surgery by watching a YouTube video because, yeah. you know, I, I agree with you. There, there, there is a, there is an appropriate place for it. I mean, I, I've done, I've learned lots of things yeah. on YouTube, but, but what you can't learn, in my opinion, and tell me if you agree with this or not, it's fine if you don't, is the hands-on portion. You know, you can, you know, I, I always remember growing up. Oh, as a sure. Kid, I, I, I was I was in high school and I was taking an auto mechanics class and there was this kid that that I became friends with that could he could tell you everything about a car he could tell you all the statistics all the I mean what engine the car had for what year it had I mean just a, just an encyclopedia for for in automotive but you gave that guy mm-hmm. a, a a wrench he didn't know which end to hold <laughs> right right and, and I think and I think the same can be can be held about about the tile industry as well for tile setters i mean you know you, you yeah, can know yeah. everything there is to know about it but you know put a put a trowel in your hand and put a grout float in your hand and see what you can do so but what, right. what's your no, opinion there yeah no this is a great point i mean and you're absolutely correct i mean you're not going to have if if somebody you know has a has an office job let's say a white collar job and they go to the office every day and they're just looking to remodel their shower. I mean, yes, they can learn the procedure on YouTube. No, they cannot learn how to hold the trowel. That is going to have to be put in by, by, by just doing the work. And if they, you know, we've seen successful DIYers. Some do a better job. You know, it might take them three or four times longer. But some DIYers are just of the mindset. They're, they're like, this is my hobby is just, you know, learning how to do it and, and taking my time. I have three bathrooms, so it doesn't bother me to have one shut down for a month or three months or whatever, you know. And, and so they're just going to have to they're going to have to work through the pain. They're going to have to work through yeah. those blisters. <laughs> they're going to create those blisters and work through the pain, um, you know, just like an apprentice would have to when they're starting out. I, I, I think that's it, you know. But if their mind is set that they really want to do it, yes, absolutely. You know, um, you know, most people I don't think have the patience. I, I, I think it's a bad idea for most people. Nonetheless, yep. though, there are people doing it. You know, and it depends. I mean, I, I remember, you know, back when I was doing a lot of teaching and especially in the stone fabrication section of it, uh, is that we would get people, you know, students in there that I could tell right away as soon as I put a tool in their hand, whether they had the skill in order to do the work. And just in the first mm-hmm. first two minutes, most of them, you know, I always say, you know, well, I don't want to get off the subject here, but one of, one of the things that brings up to mind is that, you know, when you're hiring people, when you're hiring helpers, one of the things I always ask them is that, you know, what did your father do for a living? Uh, you know, what, what, what have you done in the past? If they were a carpenter, an electrician, a plumber, uh, or, or some similar, and I, I hate to use those, that word similar because it's not, right. but they have, they have the eye-hand coordination when it comes to tooling. Right. Those right. people usually do really well. Uh, it's the, yeah. the example you gave, the accountant. You know, now I, right. I, I, I laugh at that because I actually had an accountant for a student who today is a very successful contractor. But, you know, sure. in, in general, yeah. someone with office skills 
are not going to have the you know that type of skill set. So that's uh, yeah, true. <laughs> let me hang in there for a second, Luke. Let me get this other caller on the line because they've been waiting here for a minute. Sure. I have no, no idea who it is other than I know it's from the eight one seven area code, and it's going to take a minute here. Uh, caller on you on the air eight one seven area code. Hello. Maybe they're just listening. Nope. I guess maybe they're just listening on the telephone. So anyway. Um, okay. But, you, but you know, it, it, one of the things that I found where YouTube becomes very, very um, helpful for me is that, and God, I know I'm going to get all kinds of flack from people on this. So please, no, no nasty emails is that. And, and maybe everybody's <laughs> the same way. I buy a lot of crap from China. <laughs> Sometimes I don't yeah, know it's yeah. from China, and sometimes I don't know. I'll go on to Amazon. I'll buy something. I'll have to assemble it. And I just had this happen mm. to me last, last week. And the instructions are so poor. I mean, they're either – I mean, right. you, could tell it, you could tell they use some kind of translation program that just didn't translate it to English very well. Well, what I've done yeah. is if you go on YouTube and you type in – you know, um, I'll give you an example. I bought a, uh, one of those ring doorbells, but it wasn't the ring brand. It was a knockoff from China. Mm-hmm. So it was like half, half the price. So I said, well, what the hell? Let me try that. And the instructions were horrible, and I couldn't figure out how to set it up. So I went into YouTube. Mm-hmm. I typed in what the model number was and everything. And so be it, some guy had right. a, a whole tutorial on how to, how to set this thing up. And, and I do that a lot with electronic mm-hmm. equipment, you know, and other things. But, you know, then again, will I, will I want to uh, uh, learn how to do brain surgery or do I want to learn how to set tile uh, as, as a novice right. uh, by looking at YouTube videos? And, and, you know, with that said, I know a lot of tile installers, and I'm sure you probably know more than I do, that actually started out that way. You know, they wanted to get to the tile trade, so you know they ran to YouTube. Yeah. Well, let me see, let me see what this is all about. And it may have scared some of yeah. them away, but th- there are a few out there where they've actually, you know, hey, I, I can do this, or I want to learn how to do this. Yeah, no, that's you know, I, I agree a hundred percent. It is the people who do have that hand-eye coordination, like let's say carpenters. We all know and have been around enough. Um, you know, finished carpenters who turn into tile guys or they do a little bit of both and they just, you know, they're really concerned with that finish work, especially people who work with finish, you know, fine finishes, you know, they, they would make a, a good candidate for a tile guy. And some of them will turn to YouTube and say, well, you know, I've been working with my hands for, you know, 10, 15 years or whatever the case might be, five years. And, right. and you kind of have that hand-eye coordination. You're if, especially, like I said, if you're in the finish works anyways, finish trades, you know, you turn to YouTube, you just kind of get a few pointers and, and then you go at it and, and you do your best. Um, and if, if you have uh, what's called um, common sense, <laughs> right. you know, yeah. you're going to be able to slowly pick this thing up with a little bit of help. And of course, you know, it, there's varying degrees. You know, I, I know a lot of flooring guys who now do more showers than, than flooring. And I tell them, why don't you change your, your name, you know, but right, that's just exactly. the way it goes. I mean, you know, yeah. Well, it's funny you should mention that because, again, I don't want to get myself in trouble here, but what the hell? It, it's a podcast, and you know, <laughs> what, what we're, you're know, you seeing this as well. We're seeing more and more women get into this industry. Yeah. And uh, I tell you, be, between yeah. you and me, they have an eye for detail sometimes that the guys don't have. And, you know, oh, I don't friend. mean that. Yeah. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Their work is so precise and so, you know, the things that I probably wouldn't see, they would see. Uh, which is, you know, yeah. which is a good thing. Now I'm not telling 
any consumers out there that are that are listening to this go out and hire a woman uh, you know uh, you want to check anybody no do it but, <laughs> but it but it, it goes on the same line you know uh, you either yeah. have it or you don't you know you know yeah. one of the things I, i've done uh, actually let me let me give the phone number out here one more time if you have anybody listening i would love to know what your your opinions are the number here is three two three eight seven zero three nine six eight of course if you're listening on the podcast after this airs you can't call in but if you're listening live now it's three two three eight seven zero three nine six eight you know luke as you know um i've been teaching for a long time and uh, i've taken a lot of courses in adult education and one of the things i wanted to talk about some of the things that I've learned on today's show, which kind of goes a little bit out of the realm, but maybe maybe has listeners understand a little bit more of uh, the YouTube uh, phenomenon, whatever you want to call it, about learning. And that is the difference mm-hmm. between the way a child learns and the way an adult learns. And mm-hmm. adults can, adults will fall into basically six categories of the way they learn. And, you know, some of this, and what you, what you should do when I go over this is kind of go through your own mind. You know, where do I fit? Where, where do I fit into that range? You can have more than one. Some of you can have more than the six I'm going to talk about. Some of you may have all six. Some of you may only have one. So I'm going to briefly go through them real quick here. You have visual. Let's go. I'll, I'll name them first. Then we'll go back to them. We have visual, oral, print, tactile, interactive, and Keynes aesthetic. And uh, so everybody, uh, adult-wise, will fall into these. Visual is they've got to see it. You know, you've got to see it. This is why when I teach, I do a lot of PowerPoint presentations. Uh, people like mm-hmm. to visualize and see. Uh, oral is your hearing. Uh, you know, people like mm-hmm. to hear it. And sometimes they like to do both. They like to hear it as well as, 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 well as see it. Others like to read about it. So that's where you get the, the print. Uh, others, and this is where I find, in my personal opinion, in teaching guys in the tile trades, is they're very tactile. They want, and we, we call that hands-on. You know, okay, I, I can watch a guy back butter a tile. I can watch a guy polish a floor. I can watch a guy fabricate an edge uh, on a countertop, but I'm really not going to learn to do it until I get that tool in my hand and actually actually do it. Then there's yeah. there's interact there's interactive learners, which you know. Back, back and forth, question and answer. Uh, all right, we've talked about it. Let's let's go do it. And what Keen's aesthetic people are, and it's kind of a, a kind of a big word, is people that like the flexibility to stand up and move instead of sitting in the classroom and and sitting there and learning. They might walk around, and, and I tend to do that when I'm on the phone. Of course, that's hard to do during a podcast. Right. <laughs> but when I'm on the phone, right. I'm pacing. I'm pacing constantly, and it helps me think better. You know, I don't know why. Yeah. So. So, so it's kind of interesting when it comes to you know, the the and whether it's you, we're talking YouTube, but it could be any of the formats that are out there, uh, you know that are that are showing instructional videos, which brings up another topic that along the same line that I'm seeing more and more of, and that's what we call e-learning. You know, e being electronic. Mm-hmm. I guess it's electronic yeah. e- e-learning, uh, especially now with the pandemic. I mean, people aren't going mm, to, you know, right. sit down seminars or not going to, you know, conferences. So there's a, there's a lot of e-learning going on out there. And a good e-learner or a good producer, I should say, of e-learning is going to try to incorporate all those six different traits that I've, I've included in there. The hearing, the sight. Of course, that's hard to do hands-on, although with certain trades and, you know, again, this topic 
doesn't necessarily only apply to the stone and tile trades. It can apply to any trade whatsoever. And, and that is giving them an exercise, giving them something to do, you know, uh, yeah. in our, our industry, maybe, you know, all right, go out and take a, a, a piece of board and uh, mix up some, um, some thin set, you know, so let, let's see yeah. what, what you can do there. Get, get the feel for that. Okay. Now trowel it on there, you know, so you've got all those, those different, uh, different avenues, uh, avenues of teaching. So, I, I guess I fall into the category, is YouTube a good thing? I, I think it's a great thing. But can you learn everything yeah, yeah. on YouTube? No, no, it, no. But it, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it, it's definitely a, a good basis. You know, I remember, I'm old enough to remember years ago when I got started in the business, I, I learned from my dad. You know, I learned from yeah. I learned from others. That was the only avenue out there. Now we've got the NTCA, we've got the CTEF, we've got all these organizations out there, the Natural Stone Institute that are doing seminars and just you know, I've seen such a growth in education in our industry over the past thirty years. And yeah, you know, I can yeah. remember back back in the day, any of these trades were a big secret. You know, I I could tell you how to set tile, but it'd have to kill you. <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> right, and right, that, right. that's that's no longer the attitude. You know, people that are listening for the first time, you know, Luke also has a a podcast called Tile Money, and uh, tell them a little bit about that. Might as well give you a plug while you're on the line here. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, along along the same lines, you know, is is let's uh, let's be more open with our information. I, and I I truly believe that you know what you were saying is, is 100% correct. Instead of instead of guarding some of this information like maybe we, we've done in the past and, and there was always a way to do things. And I would like to expand on that before. We're, we're in an era of, of sharing information and assisting others who, who um, have good intentions and, you know, are, are going to do, do good for our industry, you know, and, that, and that's what the Tile Money podcast is all about. I, I wanted yep. to strictly talk about the business of being a tile contractor because I felt like that was a, a, a large need and, you know, from the response, I was, I was correct. A lot, of, a lot of tile contractors are suffering with their business because, frankly, we just don't have those discussions enough. It's a, it's a difficult trade to, um, you know, to price out. You know, a, a lot of times we use the, the square foot or square meter, you know, for, for those across the pond pricing right. model. And, and um, when the tiles are changing so rapidly, it just doesn't work anymore, you know. And, and so... Um, People are, you know, basically it's a race to the bottom with the pricing structure. And that's what I wanted to focus on is let's get those prices up and let's fortify your business a little. And it's a great podcast. I've listened to, to many of them. Not all of them. I don't have time to, but uh, sure. but, but, but some some great, great, great information out there. So if you guys are in the business and, you know, and I'll also say this for, for that podcast that you have too, Luke, is that you can take a lot of the concepts that you talk about and apply them to just about any trade. Now, even though we're being yeah, specific yeah. for stone and tile here, they can, they can apply the business concepts that you're talking about can be applied to almost any trade whatsoever. I mean, whether it's, yeah. you know, like as we discussed, whether it's carpentry, whether it's electricians or, or whatever, you're not trying to tell them how to do their, their job. You're trying to tell them how to run their business, yeah. which I think is, which I yeah. think is, it, it, no, is, you're, is really you're good. absolutely correct. I, I, I get people from time to time, electricians, plumbers, different, you know, carpenters, they say, well, you should call this something different. And, and, you know, the fact of the matter is I, I say, Hey, you can, you know, before there, the reason I started it is I was searching for a tile podcast um, specifically on the subject of business because I was really into business podcasts and I was applying 
like I would, I would listen to like carpet cleaning business podcasts and I would apply that information to my tile business. So yeah, it absolutely can be done, but I'm really passionate about the tile industry as you are. And that's yeah, why I kind so, of laser focused in. So what, what, um, what, what, what YouTubes have you, what YouTubes, what, what YouTube videos have you watched other than the tile industry? Any, any others at all? Just curious. Oh, other than the tile industry? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been watching more YouTube uh, videos lately. Um, more on, um, you know, I, I do list, I do watch some on on podcasting or, or starting a YouTube channel because I'm doing both of those things right. So I'm trying to gather information on on specifically those subjects. Right. And then I I watch like some mindset stuff. Um, I use it, um, you know, now that I'm working in the office, I use it to find like some work. Um, clarity music and just run that in the background all day. Um, you know, Oh, I've used, you know, like you were saying earlier, you know, I, I was at my dad's house, uh, this past, well, I, I guess a year ago. Um, and he had some troubles with his lawnmower and it was like a really nice lawnmower, but it had this one palm and we needed, you know, this fix. And so I just YouTube it. And, and like you, I put the model number in the name of the lawnmower and I came yep. up with the exact fix, and we had that thing fixed within 30 minutes from that YouTube channel. And, and that's, you know, that's the beauty of it is you, if you really need a specific um, answer to a specific problem, you know, try YouTube first. Chances are somebody's had that same problem, and, and they've given you the answer. I've done that with uh, with appliances too. Just uh, not too long yeah. ago, a dryer, a dryer. I was having some issues with. It, 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 actually, it's a funny story. I'm going to tell it because this, this is kind of real interesting. I had I had a new air, air conditioning installed in my home, air conditioning, essential mm-hmm. air conditioning system, which you think would have nothing to do with the dryer, right? Well, wait till you hear this story. And I know I'm sidetracking, but it's a fun, it's an interesting story. So anyway, they they sure. got done. They, they and this is a professional air conditioning company. They came in, you know, they they put in a new air conditioning unit. They wired everything. Everything was just great. And we went to do a load of wash, like my wife usually does. She put the clothes in a dryer. She says the dryer is not, not drying. It's it's spinning, you know, it's tumbling, but it's not heating up. What's wrong? So I said, well, I don't know. It's probably the heating element, right? And so, right. I, you know, I, I, I go to YouTube and I, I check out all these things. Well, I go out, and this is where the funny part comes in. I go out and I replace the heating element. It's still not working properly. I go out and I I replaced I forget what else I replaced something else in the dryer I, I replaced like two or three different things in a dryer it still was not working so n- now I'm totally frustrated you know I, I get to the point where you know I, I have to solve the problem you know uh, so I go on YouTube and I'm searching I don't know I must have gone through a dozen YouTubes and this one guy was telling me to take a voltmeter that and, and I'm going to get a little technical but you guys that understand electricity you know, is in a dryer a dryer is 220 220 volts it's not your standard 110 so there's actually two mm-hmm. legs there's two legs coming into your dryer it's the one dryer the one leg is 110 it runs the the spinning and the motor to spin the dryer the other leg runs the heating element well when i went in and i i checked with my voltmeter the one side wasn't producing any electricity it was just spinning so there was no power coming so i go to the the, to the to the breaker box and they hooked up the air conditioning wrong 
they when they hooked up the breakers, and I don't know how to describe this. They, there's like two legs on the breakers. They bridged one to the other, which took the one leg off the heating part of the dryer. And it was just simply a matter of rearranging the breakers in the box to get the thing to work again. Yeah. I, and a YouTube video showed me how to do that. I mean, it's a little, probably a little bit more complicated than some, but, you know, I have right, a, right. a handy background, so I was able to figure that out. But it's just, you know, it's a great example of, a, uh, you know, some of the things that you can discover on YouTube, whether it's repairing a dryer or a lawnmower like you did. Right. Exactly. Crazy. That's wild. And, and I've been known to spend, I mean, I spend hours on YouTube just entertainment, uh, you know, fixing stuff, looking up stuff, uh, seeing how other people do things. Uh, you know, I've got other hobbies other than the stone and tile industry. So it's like, you know, uh, one of the things I, I recently posted on, I think you saw it on Instagram is solving the Rubik's cube. Mm. And right. it's something I saw that I, one. Yeah. I, it's something I wanted to do my entire life as, as a kid. I remember when I was yeah. like, 14, 15 years old, I, you know, I wanted to learn how to solve it. And I happened to, uh, for, for everybody listening out there, this is what it pays not to get in shape. I decided I was, this is about four <laughs> or five years ago. I decided to get in shape and I said, well, I don't really want to run. I'm getting too old. My knees are kind of, you know, tile setters can understand this. The knees are kind of bad. And uh, so right. I, I started, I started bicycle riding on a bicycle through my neighborhood. And one morning I actually fell. And broke my ankle. I mean, it just literally dislocated it and broke it in several, took took a major operation to fix it. And I was sitting on a couch for six months. Well, not quite six months, but almost six months. And I said, well, this might be a time to learn how to solve the Rubik's Cube. Well, it took me three or four right. months to learn, but watching YouTube videos and I, I've learned. I, hey, I think I got another caller coming in here. Let me see if I can grab him real quick. Caller, are you there? 305 area code. Ah, oh, hello, Doctor Fred. Hey, this hey, is Scott Wilson of Wilson Stoneworks Inc. Hey, Scott, how uh, you listen, doing, buddy? Uh, my, my only comment would be this about YouTube: is um, I've, I've run into several situations where people are putting some serious disinformation on on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Uh, for example, there was a uh, a company point, here in Florida that has a, a strong online presence that did a video where uh, apparently they poured some cream on the floor. And uh, basically did a video that said that you could polish concrete with uh, DIPs, with diamond oh impregnated pads. And although, right. although they were able to manage a shine on uh, on this floor, now I've had several people call me. I don't like to polish concrete, but I do sometimes to keep the machines running. And uh, that's, mm. you know, without a 300-pound uh, planetary mm. machine at least, you cannot polish concrete. So. Mm. I've run into several situations where people, uh, you know, have gotten, you know, when when customers, you know, I like them to be educated. It makes my job selling what I do, especially marble restoration, much easier. Uh, But there are also customers that get information that now become smarter than you are. So, so you know, there are, are pros and cons. That's an ex- yeah. excellent. That's an excellent point. I was actually going to talk a little bit about that, but you've already did. Uh, but that's true. You got to be careful with the information you get on there, especially when it comes to something that you're talking about: concrete polishing, stone polishing, tile setting, or anything yeah. for that that matter. I mean, I, I have seen that. I've I've seen videos where I'm shaking my head, saying, "Oh my God, I can't believe this guy is telling people how to do this." So, good right. point. Thank yeah. you, thank, thank you, Scott. 
Thank you for your time, sir. Yes. Yeah, that that's actually a really, yeah. really a really good point, Luke. Uh uh, I yeah, and I'm glad Scott now. brought it up, and I, I was hoping we could talk about some of the dangers of, yes. <laughs> you know, YouTube, you know, learning, and, you know, um, because what, what what have you read? You said you read a couple of things on, on Facebook and stuff. What what were some of the things you read um, online I, or, or talking to other Tyler's? One, one of the things that struck me is that one guy, and I can't remember who it was, and if I did, I wouldn't say anyway, uh, but his comment was really, you know, oh, this is horrible. You know, uh, this guy's teaching how to, you know, showing you how to do tile, and he's doing it all wrong. You know, YouTube, right. I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing what he said from this point. You know, you, he wasn't very happy. Let me put it to you that way, that that was being, that right. was being put out there. So, you know, I, I I don't yeah. know what video exactly he was talking about, but I have seen those. I, I have seen those videos in our industry that, you know, you know, you get, yeah. you know, instead of directional troweling, they're just swirling it. And everybody in this industry yeah. knows you don't do that, you know? And uh, I've seen right. lots of videos where that's the way they're installing it. This is how you set a tile. You know, it's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like asking the 16 right. year old kid at the home Depot, how to set tile. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And that that is one of the dangers. And unfortunately, some of these guys are are doing a lot worse than just swirling their thin set. And they have pretty good, pretty big numbers, you know, pretty big followers. Right. Well, you know, and you just have to be careful. I mean, I guess you have to be. I, I don't know what tip I could give someone other than, you know, if if it's if it's you're watching a YouTube video, you know, I guess don't take what they're doing as law, you know, as, as the gospel mm-hmm. truth until you check it out. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Look at, look at several others yeah. maybe and see how other people are doing it. And uh, you know, go to the professionals, go to people like you, me, some of the people that we, that we, um, that we, uh, that we interview. Uh, if you're in another trade, the same thing, go to, go to those trades. It's, you know, it, what, what amazes yeah. me is how, free a lot of contractors are now with their knowledge and i i think yeah, scott yeah. scott just mentioned it you know one of the things i've always believed in is educating my customers you know i mean mm, if they're calling right. you they want they want some work done so what if you tell them how you do it you know that could be yeah, a good thing that yeah. that just shows confidence that's all it just shows that you know right hey this guy knows what he's talking yeah. about so uh, i mean do you agree with that do you have any further tips on on what to be careful with yeah, you know, um, and and I think part of the resistance here is also um, these trades. Tile has been taught a specific way for for a long, long time. You yep. know, you you know, back before the internet, you you really had there was only one way to learn tile, and that was to go apprentice with a company. And it was a beautiful thing, and I understand there are still larger companies who have a full apprenticeship. And will put you through, you know, four years of apprentice or, or whatever their policy is. And, right. and you know, typically you're, you're not really called a seasoned vet, or um, you know, depending on where you live, you might be called a mechanic or a, a journeyman until eight years, ten years, twelve years, really where you're gaining a lot of respect and and really, you know, a full fledged tile installer. And I understand, you know, I I came around, um, you know, in the late '90s, so right around the time. You know, I, I think by that time, a lot of these things had, had already disappeared. And, and the guy who taught me was very, very educated. He was very skilled. But, you know, his boss basically, you know, was um, kind of a 
more of a sketchy contractor and his boss would just line up the work and, and let John go on his own. And so John actually learned by, um, you know, trial and error. And, and right. by the time I had met him, he was of course a very seasoned contractor. Um, and he taught me some, some very good things, but the, the way a lot of people are learning nowadays is not the way that, you, you know, they learn in the seventies, eighties, and even in the nineties, unfortunately, right. I, you know, that is part of my mission is to, um, strengthen contractor businesses so that they can bring back apprentice programs and they can afford to run, you know, apprentices and, and teach them very well to retain them. I, I, I sincerely feel that the reason the, the contractors, tile contractors, businesses have taken such a hit is because they cannot retain their good help. They cannot afford to pay them um, to retain them. So you have way too right. many business owners, contractors. It happened to me. You know, I, I had no choice other than to go out and get my contractor license. My, you know, most people are paying under the table or a misclassified 1099 employee. And it just, you know, it's a miserable uh, existence for a lot of people. It's, you know, if you don't live in an area where there's a larger company or a union to, you know, to work for with legitimate, you know, uh, W-2 payroll and, and paid vacation and things of that nature. And so that is one of the things I'm, I'm fighting for is getting this back to apprenticeship. I, I 100% agree with people when they say, you know, we, we really should be, you know, going through an apprenticeship program. Absolutely. That is the best case scenario. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, actually, that might be a good topic for one of your shows if you already haven't done it. Is uh, you know how to compete against the um, what should I call them gypsies that are out there? You know, and, uh, <laughs> right? So, so, South Florida is loaded with them, and I hate to pick on one particular part of the country, but that happens to be one of the areas. Los Angeles, you know, South Florida yeah. is just terrible when it comes comes to that. But you know, one of the things mm -hmm. that while you were talking, I, I thought of also, and it's a kind of a mistake I made as a very young. Uh, a very young person is that uh, I moved out of my, uh, what, what I'm trying to illustrate here is how sometimes you have to be careful because little tiny details matter. And let me tell you how, what happened to me where little tiny details matter. I, I had moved out of my, my parents' house when I was 17 and took on a couple of, couple of roommates. And we ended up renting this house and we got a good deal on this house because the landlord said, here's my credit card. We didn't have home Depot at the time we were dealing with 84 lumber those of you still remember 84 lumber. Uh, and he said, get whatever you need, just, you know, gut the house and redo it. So we go in there and we, we gut the house. And one of the things we needed to put in the house was a brand new kitchen cabinets. Well, one of my roommates mm -hmm. happened to work for a kitchen cabinet builder. They didn't install, they only built cabinets. So he said, well, hell, I can go out and get three quarter inch birch plywood and we can, we can build our own cabinets. Great, let's do it. We can save a ton of money. So we go out and we built mm -hmm. some pretty, pretty nice cabinets. And we installed them, moved into the house. And, uh, oh, I would say about three months late down the road, I had, I had gotten married during that time. My roommates had, had moved out. My wife and I are upstairs watching TV, and I heard this enormous crash. <laughs> mm -hmm. The cabinets fell off the wall. <laughs> The upper cabinet, obviously. <laughs> wow. And wow. The, the reason they fell the, the reason they fell off the wall is we didn't screw them to the wall. We nailed them to the wall. 
Oh, right. So, you know, I mean, I, I was young. I didn't know any better. I was listening to my buddy. I just nail them up, take some nails and nail those suckers up. They'll stay. Well, they didn't, you know, just the weight of the dishes. Of, you know, t- thank God and, no one was in the kitchen when it happened, but the whole cabinet just oh fell off. So, so, you know, the, 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 um, I guess the, the lesson to be learned there is that sometimes little tiny details make a huge difference. Right. Uh, right. I, it sounds like you got a hair dryer in the background. You got something going on in the background there, Lou? No, I don't. Oh, I don't know what happened on my end. Yeah, I don't know. It's well, it's it's gone now, a little bit. Oh, that's that, weird. Did that almost, get better? Yeah, a little better. Yeah, it almost oh. sounds like a a hair dryer in the background or something there. But oh, uh, huh. let me uh let me check. Yeah. But anyway, so why Duke is or why Luke is checking that? Let me, uh, you know, just that's the only thing you got to be careful of when it comes to uh, when it comes to um, YouTube videos. Because sometimes all the details matter. I mean, in that example, I'm gonna put you on mute. Yeah, go it. ahead. Yeah, I put him on 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 mute for a minute there and see if we can't figure out what that is or you may want to if you're still listening luke you might want to just hang up and call back and maybe that that'll that'll fix it that usually does uh but anyway the illustration i was uh, i was trying to make there is that you know that youtube video if it existed at the time it didn't but if it showed me how to you know build the cabinets and okay now you're ready to install and stopped at that that's the mistake I made. Uh, the mistake was that I, uh, I I used nails instead of screws where I should have actually screwed it to the wall. Let me get Luke back in here and see if that helps. Are you there, Luke? Hey, Fred, is that better? Okay. Yep. I don't know what was what that was. It sounded like there was a hair dryer, like you were drying your hair, and I know that hadn't happened. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I was, char- I was charging my f- – yeah. No, no, no hair dryer. Uh, uh, I didn't mean that. I was, <laughs> Everyone in No, that's what I'm fine. I don't, about. <laughs> I, I don't mind at all. But anyway, you uh, so you know, just the little tiny details matter, and sometimes, especially yeah. if you're not watching that video real carefully, could build something or or something could fall apart. And you know, with what yeah. what I do for a living is you know now I, as all these inspections, zone and tile inspections, uh, the mistakes I see and the failures I see is just you know. It is incredible, probably not to get into this, but probably the number one failure I see with a do-it-yourselfer, other than no directional troweling, is uh, no expansion joints. You know, no perimeter mm-hmm. joints being used, and you know, tiles pop up, they tent, they they do whatever. And oh well, the guy showed me at the Home Depot or the YouTube video how to uh, install this tile. Didn't mention anything about that. You know, so it's yeah, sometimes the, the the little details. So it's crazy. All right. Any last? I, I think. Yeah, yeah okay. I th- I think the best thing, you know, if anybody's listening and they they say, well, what, you know, because people are worked up, people are 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 worked up about this subject and some of the other subjects with the internet and social media, and um, I I see people in the Facebook groups saying these Facebook groups, we sh-, you know, they're they're teaching you know beginners, they're teaching helpers how to do things, and, and this is a this is you know. People are upset about this subject, and, and it's such an interesting subject. And, you know, like I was kind of saying is, like, that's just, you know, what's happening now. We just, you know, and, and it's not like, oh, well, throw in the towel, forget about it, just let, you know, lower the standards. Right. What, I, what I really think no. we need to do, if, 
if we're a seasoned vet and stuff, we need to share the YouTube channels and the avenues that we trust and, and like and know. Um, like Sal, you know, de Blasi, share his yep. channel. Share the ones that you trust. Whichever one you, you look to and you know they're doing it right, share that on your social media. To You, you know, you can there's, – there's cross-promotion, which is good for your business. You can promote yep. that, and it's also good for the industry because, you know, you're saying, look, this guy knows what he's talking about. I vouch for this guy. If, if you do want to learn on YouTube, look at his channel or look at these three channels. Um, and you don't have to mention the bad ones. Just leave them be. Try to try not to follow them. Try to, you know, ignore them. And, and that's all we can really do is try to help yep. the guys who are doing it right. And I'll, I'll agree to that. And I'll add to that, too, that if you're thinking about getting into this trade or any trade, there's nothing wrong with looking at the YouTube videos. But before you do, I would highly recommend you look at a legitimate e-learning class. Uh, whether it's through some mm. of the many organizations that are out there that sponsor our shows, uh, definitely, you know, contact them. All right. Hey, we got another caller coming in here from the uh, 702 area. Are you there, caller? 702 area. Fred, it's Jim. Yes. Hey, Jim, how you doing? Medina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I was, I was listening on and I was trying to, I'm like, oh, I'll just let him do a show. But like, I wanted to really talk about it. You know, when you, when you have um, people who, have been journeymen or, you know, Mason, uh, Masons, uh, when you, when you're into the trade, um, there's nothing that beats knowing, like if, if I try to do a, a YouTube video and I'm talking about messing up thin set, it's a lot on field sometimes, you know, yes, you can go off of manufacturers measurements and all that stuff. But right. when it comes to floating a floor, when it comes to your, your dry pack and how, how thick you want, it, how dense you want it, that's something you have to experience. You can, there's certain things you cannot learn on YouTube. I'm not against it because I've, I've I looked up many recipes to cook on YouTube. So right. you know, <laughs> there, it, it has its mm-hmm. place, I should say. Yes, I agree 100%. That goes back, to, I think, to what we were talking about earlier with the skill set, you know, the, the skill level. And, yep. you know, going back to the surgeon, you know, the surgeon that goes to YouTube to look at how to do a procedure, he's not going to learn how to do that procedure, but he's going to learn something from it. He's going to learn, oh, I need to do this or I need to do that. And I think the same thing applies to some of these videos, too. Yeah, good, good advice, Absolutely. Jim. Absolutely. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, James is a uh, that that was James. He was a he's a seasoned installer. Uh, actually, uh, I worked with James at the uh, at the Encore and Wind Casino out there in Vegas uh, many years ago. So nice. uh, yeah, we, we did a nice. lot of work out there. So, but anyway, all right. I guess uh, Luke, uh, unless you have any last minute comments, uh, I think I'll start wrapping things up here. No, I appreciate you having me on the show, Fred. It's. Uh, it's an interesting subject for sure, and uh, you know I'm glad I'm glad you brought it up and and you know had the courage to to uh, take it on. Kudos yeah. to you, man. Yeah, well, thank you, Luke, and uh, anybody listening out there, make sure to check out Luke's podcast, Tile Money. It should be on all the podcast sites, so uh, check it out. Thank you, Luke. Thank you. We'll talk to you later, buddy. Have a good night, Fred. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. Alrighty, folks. Well, I, I hope that, that that bit of information from everybody has 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 really helped, uh, especially when it comes to you know YouTube. And I guess you know my last comment would be don't don't be afraid if you're a contractor out there and your customer is you know looking at YouTube videos, just explain to them, take some of the points that we discussed here today on the show, and uh, you know put them down in a list, write them down, and take them with you if you have to, and just you know hey, 
you know, how do you know that information is accurate that you're seeing on YouTube? So that that's my advice for today. So folks, uh, uh, till next week, I uh, want to thanks everybody for listening. Keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone and fabricating those tops. Later, my friends. See everybody next week. Thank you, Tough Skin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains. Tough Skin guarantees it will not. Tough Skin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with the proprietary stone laminate products. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Tough Skin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more. Are you tired of lugging dozens of stain removal chemicals around to remove stains from stone, tile, or concrete? Did you know you only need three chemicals to remove almost any stain, from organic stains to inorganic stains? Dr. Fred's Ultimate Stain Removal Kit is all you need. The kit contains three reagents and includes a detailed ebook on how to remove almost any stain. So if you're trying to remove difficult ink or rust or simply coffee and other food stains, this kit is all you need. To order, contact Dr. Fred at 321-514-6845. One kit is $69.95 plus shipping. Are you looking for quality greenstone working products? ESP sells many lines of fine quality, environmentally safe products. Stone Pro, MB Stone Care, Bondstone and Touchstone Adhesives, more Stone Care products, Easy Care products, and Better Bio, which is over 80% bio-based and approved by the USDA. For more info, visit ESPSales.net. That's ESPSales.net.